Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep-dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Hi everyone, I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? What's up? I'm still reeling from the episode. I like I I was driving to pick up Ronnie like right after and I was like I I was talking to myself like I I can't believe it. I I just I cannot believe it is it was crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I was texting Holly. It was because I wasn't able to watch at six on the laptop because I was entertaining, but I was like, you know, like the dad at a funeral that sneaks away with the earplug to listen to the, the baseball game or yes. whatever. Yes. I was like, I would, I'm like, oh, hold on. I have to check something like kind of implying for work. And I put my headset on and I had it on. And so I'd go back and forth and like hear clips. So like the first thing I ran into was the the sir of it all and her sitting down and the arm nuzzling and I was screaming. I was like, ah! <laughs> and they're like, what's wrong? Is there a work emergency? And I'm like, uh, it's fine. Don't worry. About yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Was, yeah. We're crazy. all fine. <laughs> it's fine. So, well, I noted like that they really did cut a lot of Sheena's stuff out because, as we know from Instagram, that wedding was like Coachella. It went on for days and days and lots of dot dot dots. That's for sure. Yes. Um. But I mean, everyone's complaining and they're like, "We didn't get to see the after party in the cave." I'm like, "Well, we saw the cave twice now, so I think it's fine." Yeah. You know, we saw for the spa, we saw for the Katie dinner. It's fine. It's cool. Yeah. So. The episode starts off with Brock and Sheena writing handwritten thank you letters. Do you think this was just to the bridal party? Or do you think they hand wrote notes and the one they showed looked pretty long to all of their guests? Originally, I thought that they did until she mentioned on Watch What Happens Live that no one gave her a gift. So is she thanking them for being there? I think so because, you know, that really is way more expensive than a gift because you've got to pay for airfare, hotel, time off work, dinners. So I guess the thank you is in order. It's just like, wow, impressive. I mean, it, that it's you... all inclusive. So all that was included, right? All the meals and everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. I, I was, I was kind of shocked to hear that though. The, the no gift thing. Yeah, but you're I right. It's it, appropriate it... for your second wedding. A lot of people do that. I mean, even for the first wedding, people do it these days because, you know, usually you're, now you're living together with someone and you've already established all your home good stuff, you know? Yeah. So sometimes people ask for cash, you know, for that, like, honeymoon fund. Um, but I think it's appropriate, actually. It's a class move on Sheena's part because, A, you think she's inviting friends from the quote-unquote normal world, you know, as a TV star – it would be tacky for her to ask for like honeymoon money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think she should have asked for anything, but I'm just surprised that like 
people that's, still it's just kind of what you do it's it's and there is there seems to be a lot of like proper people that attended that wedding that know that you know i don't know yeah. it just i it her her reaction surprised me too i don't know yeah well remember she doesn't like flowers or gifts because she buys what she wants for oh herself. you're right you're right i forgot about that <laughs> that was so i mean i love that but that was so dumb on the watch what happens live question when they're like sheena rate these x's in order of you know preference or whatever and they put shay max adam and eddie um like max is not an x like come on and adam's barely an x how do they not put Rob in there? Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, know your shit, people. I am calling for a firing at Watch What Happens Live. You don't have to be fired. I just think you need to move on to a different department, like Housewives, and let us craft the questions. Okay? Please note that down, Andy. Yeah. Or even yeah. freaking Michael. He he was on it. It was so fun watching him, like, fire off all. You know, like, it's so nice when a, a guest is knowledgeable about the show that the the other guest is from yeah well, it's like pleasure yeah with Holly. yeah and i loved when andy's like wait you two text each other that was so funny he's <laughs> like yeah so so anyways well either way nicely done a handwritten note and you know to whomever they may have been maybe we need to ask her mm-hmm. did this go out to everybody yeah Okay. Um, like, I hope Peter received his his handwritten note. Yeah. Because yeah. when we talked to her, she didn't even know Peter was there. <laughs> <laughs> so you would think that she would remember writing a thank you note. <laughs> so my my that's where my thought process yes, comes yes. to. No, it was just for the bridal party, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so we go over to Allie and uh james and she's like oh i can see schwartz and raquel in a relationship and she's like i don't really think so like he's like a 40 year old that wears pjs out i don't think he's capable of that and i agree i love i loved that i thought it was hilarious and it, and for some reason it makes it funny coming from her yeah I, she I already nailed that yes yes i love that like she has barely been around and she's already picked up everyone's traits and qualities. She can sniff a, she can sniff it out. I'll just say that. Yes. Uh, and I think we talked about this last week, but because they showed the preview of Schwartz baby talking the dog. Yeah. And yeah, Katie. He's like, oh, Bubba, my kitchen staff quit, and it's just so stressful. She's like, hmm, that sucks. Bye. Like, power move. It Katie's was in the game. Yeah, it was so satisfying seeing her like be like, oh, that stinks. Okay, bye. Because it's true. Like, it's not her job anymore to do that, and he doesn't care about her feelings. Why should she care about his? Totally. It was, yeah, it was, It just felt good. And even, I feel like he's so, he, ma- he manipulates her in that way. He even tried to, like, go in on, like, the dog uh, upkeeps. You know, he's like, oh, Gordo has a really bad 
ear infection. So I used the cream, you know, like hoping that that would get her to be like, oh, okay, well, I'll apply the cream as well on my week. But she was just like, okay, uh-huh, mm-hmm, and, and just yeah. peaced out. It was, oh, so satisfying. Yeah, like he wanted like a pat on the back or a thank you for dad of the year or something. Yeah, and and you could tell like they'd obviously already like texted about it and she wasn't she wasn't falling for it. She wasn't falling for that little, you know, trick. So then he has to call Sandoval to find comfort. And he's like, I mean, I, I, I did nothing wrong. And Sandoval's like, dude, we're on vacation. And he's like, I feel like she's just like blowing this kiss out of proportion. Like she cares more about this than the times I actually cheated on her, which later we find out is like at least four times. So disgusting. (laughs) Whether it just be a make out or more, who knows? But he acknowledged it. She acknowledged it. It's so bizarre. I, I feel like we've been screaming this on this podcast since it began that his behavior is so disturbing and it completely just gets like shoved under the rug constantly. And this is a perfect example where he himself tells us the type of person he is, but like still he comes out and is like, okay, it's, it's really frustrating. And it's like every time we see these things, every episode, he gets worse and worse and worse. And yet online, he's like, oh, but he's just, he's just Schwartz. He's so charming. It's so frustrating. And I'm guilty of that as well. Because when we talk to him in person, then we're like, oh, yeah, it's he's so true. Nice. It, it is like the whole, the whole, I, I think that's why, like, I've definitely gone back and forth of like being team Katie over Schwartz, obviously, because I see, like, he, the way he treats her is, like, despicable. It just is. And it makes me want to be Team Katie. But then Katie will do something or say something that, like, makes me just as mad as Schwartz gets at her. And, like, then I'm back in the middle again and I'm like, shoot. But it's like, I I want to be Team Katie. And even as, like, in this episode, when it started out with this, I was like, okay, I'm done. Like, Katie has, like, here we go. Katie is number one and then towards the middle of the episode she lost me again so i'm ugh. yeah she's so up and down for me i know well i guess that's good because she's making you feel a certain way where you know seasons one through nine that didn't really happen much I, I, I mean, like, when I, I definitely was, like, Team Katie, too, when she, like, found her voice away from Stassi and all of, the, like, that was, like, I was, like, okay, yeah. Katie, like, this is it. You've got this. Um, and then. There's flickers. Yeah, yeah, there's there's always been flickers. And, like, overall, I, I think this is my biggest problem with Katie is I just want Katie to be happy, like, whatever that is. And if this is her happy, if this is, like, the best it's going to get, then I'll celebrate that. But, like, I guess I'm hoping for more for her. I want even more. I I want her to, like, truly be happy and accepted for who she is and accept herself, you know? 
I mean, even the glimpse of her with Satchel later, where she's like giggling like a schoolgirl. Like, I'm like, oh my God, this is Katie Happy. I'm like, we've never seen this. Or just like when he was like putting his arm around her and like proud to be with her and like listening to the words that came out of her mouth, even if it was like, do you want to get wine? Like he was listening, like Schwartz never listened. He never looked at her. He ne- it, There was just nothing yeah. there. He was like, you're beautiful. And she's just like, whoa, I've like, usually Schwartz is like, your hair kind of looks like a Karen. Like, oh my God. Know, I, I, I died. Yeah. Poor Katie, dude. All right. So this one, they kind of go back and forth. So you want to get into Charlie and Raquel first? Sure. So they are, Charlie's taking pictures of Raquel for, like, content. I don't know what for, because it seems to me that is Raquel's full-time job, is taking selfies. So I don't know why she needs more, but well, she, needs, she does. She needs some that aren't selfies. So That's she can true. rotate some selfies and some not selfies. It's content gotcha. day. <laughs> and, like, Charlie went in for the win, just was like, look, I'll still be your friend, but I'm very disappointed that was very distasteful what you did. I mean, it was not only their anniversary weekend, but it's like, dude, you have to respect 12 years. I wouldn't do that to my worst enemy. It's just not a cool thing to do. And I'm like, go, go. I want, I wanted more um, reaction out of Raquel, but she's not capable of, you know, getting past two words as we see later with Lala. Um, but yeah, winning moment for Charlie. I just wish we had like, I feel like it was, I I really liked this scene too. I thought I, I loved that the approach that she took, she was honest, open and, you know, Raquel had to sit there through that. And, you know, the only place where she lost me a tiny bit is when she was like, it was Katie's anniversary weekend. I was like, I kind of agreed with Raquel there, where it's like, that it wasn't Katie's anniversary. I mean, yes, it was, but that wasn't the point of the weekend. And that it is a tiny bit ridiculous to like be like, how could you do that on the anniversary of their wedding, which they are now divorced, but how could you? I don't know. That seems like a tiny bit of a stretch for me. Yeah, it's just that it's the first one, and like, I don't think their divorce was even finalized yet. I think just... The first one, however, how is Raquel supposed to know when their anniversary is? So I won't give that much. Like, a, just a little bit of, like, that was, like, pushing it over the edge for me a little bit. But still, like, I couldn't imagine, like, someone, co- like, being like, you made out with him. And, it would like, it would be better if she didn't know and be like, oh, my God, it was their anniversary. I, I don't know. Like, it, the whole thing was just, it's, like, too perfectly set up for me. Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm not even going to be dating Schwartz. I mean, if he wanted to, like, I would, but he doesn't. So I'm going to go on a date with Oliver. Yeah. All right. So, oh, God, okay. So now we go to the Toms at Schwartz and Sandy's. And the Toms are, like, telling Brett, they have this new sense of determination and boy, this was the reset they needed this drunken vacation. And Brett is just like looking at them like these fucking idiots are so fucking clueless. I fucking hate them. Yes. <laughs> As he should. So everyone keeps quitting. I didn't understand the whole booth thing. It looks like the booths are in. So whatever's going on with that, maybe that's when they decided to scrap the starry night booth thing. Yeah, maybe. 
I, I heard booth problems all the way even past when they were open. Like there's I don't I still don't think they're happy with the booth situation. Well, I'm not either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Sandoval's like, dude, I don't care. We 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 can sell potato chips. He's like, We're one million dollars in. I could lose my house, my mom's retirement. I'm like, yeah, exactly. So why are you paying this 10-piece band right now? Why are you spending 20 grand on an engagement party that isn't even your own? Like, I mean, the shit he's doing. Why are you going to Miraval if your mom's retirement is on the line? Asshole. Yeah. I'm worried about Terry. I'm just saying. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, to me, the, again, the the biggest thing is like, I I would have the hardest time being Brett sitting there and he- hearing them cry about that being like we're a million dollars in. It's like you guys just gallivanted to Mexico for like sometimes when you're in business and like that you have things on the line, your whole livelihood is on the line. You have to miss events, like you have to miss really fun events. To, in order to achieve a goal and they aren't willing to do that you know what i like it's i would be like okay guys cool glad yeah, you're back from, like a, glad you're back from your reset i have a couple big work events each year and if i had like a friend's wedding i mean it would be difficult you know it, it yeah, I don't know es- if I could es- go. especially when like it leads to like a large part of like your year yeah. and the contacts that you're going to make and like potential income. I don't like know. Like the success or failure depends on yes. that. Yes. 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 And I think like your friends would understand too. I mean, I I'm sure Sheena would have been like super disappointed, but also like she would understand yeah. like we have like every like, we're about to lose everything. Sorry, we can't be at your wedding. Or you know what? I'd fly down for one day. Yes. That would have been that would have been an amazing storyline where they're like rushing in and out, like they made that really hard. Like yeah. they're working before on the airplane, they get there, they you know are present in Sheena's moment, and then they leave. That would have been yeah. exactly better. Yeah. So Brett finally snaps at him, and then he's like, "Then you guys come in here and work," and the Toms looked so shell shocked and stunned. Like they're like, "Work." what do you mean? You want us to actually like work in here? Like it was such a foreign concept to them, but yeah, they should be. Yeah. They should be nailing boards to the floor. And like we would be, I'd be cleaning toilets and I'd be like cleaning bar glasses and doing whatever I physically could, you know? Yeah. Or going and purchasing chips and getting them ready to serve. Like they keep like making a joke about it's like, then do it, follow through with something like, you, you, they could have done that. And like, I yeah. think that would have been okay. You know, like it's, they could have just opened the bar and said, our restaurant portion is going to open in a, but in the meantime, we just have some snacks. We got at restaurant depot. Yeah. Um, like they our could restaurant do, portion yeah, is coming some, next month. Like a little like nut, you know, like on a, their little cutting boards, like some nuts, some like dried fruit and some chips and salsa. I mean, honestly, it could have worked. People would have, um, drank more anyways, because, then they're not focused on the food, so they'd spend more on drinks, which is where their profit margin usually lies. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, just like the old school when you go to a bar and, like, they push a, like, bowl of nuts or pretzels your way. I mean, I love like, that. Yeah. It's fun. 
so Santa was like, I mean, we don't have to have our A game. A B plus is fine. We can just shoot for a B. No, you like, there's performers out there. They're happy with a B. No one ever performs at an A level. And I'm like, that's your goal? I'm I like, was. This not makes fucking sense. I need to like talk to some of my like uh, performing friends to see if that's what they aim for. Is it that's be never I the goal? <laughs> I don't th- like in all of Ronnie's coaching, she's never been set like told like aim for a B. Like never. You aim for the best, or you or you're in like a competitive situation, and you're told second place is the first place of losers. Yeah, or shit like that. It's like. You always aim for the A plus, and if it doesn't work there out, there are fine. there are some people like that though. Like in a competitive situation, like using Ronnie stuff, like you know they give like when you after you're done, they either give you a platinum, a high gold, or a gold, and that's not even counting like first place, second place. That gives you like your placement. And um, anytime anyone gets high gold rather than platinum, it's a huge disappointment, and that is considered the B grade. Um, yeah. So. Tom Sandoval is going for high gold. I not mean, platinum. There's, <laughs> there's certain times where it's like, sure, that's fine. I mean, is, is Raquel like, I just hope I get top 13. I just hope I come in the eighth. That's good enough. It's like, no, you're hoping to get first. Yeah. And of course you set goals like that. You're like, okay, like I'm going to make top 50, then top, you know, 10, then hopefully, yeah. you know, further than that. He's so backwards, but... It does explain a lot about him. It does. I, I was, and I, and I think that was the point, like for us to like LOL at that, but it, it worked. That was funny. And then as they're discussing all the things they have to do and they should get in there and work, Schwartz just, because he hates the conflict, you know, Brent looks so defeated and Schwartz is like, come on, buddy, let's like do our little team handwork. And then Santa was like, let's take shots. I'm like, that's what you should do. All of you should take shots and get wasted so that you do even less work. Yeah, and I feel like they're starting to introduce that as like a little theme to us for Sandoval because Ariana addresses that later in the episode that that's how he copes with things is he takes a shot and he drinks and that's kind of like his his go-to. So we'll have to continue to watch and see how that plays out. Yeah, I mean, she recommended he find... that there are other coping mechanisms that he could do that he enjoys doing like yoga, working out. Mm-hmm. He does those things that, but yeah. Well. He was like, mm, no. So speaking of, we go over to Tom and Ariana's and Katie comes over. They're practicing their sandwich making. They sign the lease. So this is so confusing. So they sign the lease, paid the deposit, paid the previous renter for that, like, refrigerator (laughs) and so this was uh late august early september because it's they're celebrating lala's birthday in a few days Mm -hmm. so um so then they've been paying rent since september again we've done this math like that's that's crazy it's a lot of money i know sandoval says it's low rent so if his is 10k I think you could be right, though. Maybe that is how they're partnered with Greg and that Greg is subletting a portion of the rent to them. And his support is he didn't invest money into the restaurant, but he's investing part of the rent. 
Yeah, and I feel like they kind of said that in the beginning episodes, but we didn't know what it meant because we didn't have the full story yet. But I, that sounds like it would work. And so when they needed like a hundred grand or whatever to buy Greg out, that was more so just like to pay the full rent. Yes. That's how they had that number. And that would make sense. Yes, yes. Because that would give them like six months of fully paid rent or 10 months or whatever it is. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But I think we still need to find out how much that something about her space rents for. I'm sure we can't. I'm sure we just Google the address and see what it was up for lease for. I'm sure it's, it's yeah. listed. Or the previous. Yeah. yeah. We what will is get up with on Sandoval? that. What is up with Sandoval and his like candy bead jewelry? Like he's got the candy bead necklace. This weekend he was making candy bead bracelets with Kyle Chan. Like. I mean, I, don't know. I, I have a theory. I, okay. I feel like he has, like, he's into Raquel's childlike wonder, <laughs> and and he's, like, really leaning into it. Like, and I think that that's the angle that she has taken with him in this affair slash relationship, is she looks up to him and, like, thinks that he's super fun and rad with, like, his white nails and his little, you know, face paint, and... It's the first time that anyone has ever, like, encouraged him in that space. And so he's, like, leaning full into it because she's impressed by it. And because she's fully in touch with hobbies because she told Lala she needs a hobby. And in her mind, she's probably like, I mean, like, I have a hobby. Like, she's literally at home with her bead kit from Target in the toy section making little bracelets. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and they probably sit there and are like, oh my god, like, this is so much better. Like, we're so creative. Like, why should we stop creating? Like, we're still, like, it's amazing. Like, this is so fun. Why would we wear something that we didn't make? Like, this is, I feel creative. I feel buzzy. Like, I, I 100%, that's what they were doing. Yeah. Okay, so this is where, and we talked about this in the last one, where Sandoval calls, dude, it's just Schwartz and Raquel. They're like, two decent looking people that hooked up on vacation big deal and again take offense to that don't want to be called decent looking from my mistress boyfriend nor do i want you to shun non-decent looking people <laughs> like again well, it, it, what, what is decent like and it's you. like it's like also even like like kind of insulting to katie like your husband your ex-husband was just, he wasn't good looking he was just decent looking i know he was yeah. like he was a model for a while but nah, he didn't cut it so he's decent looking it's like screw you yeah um just the way like it, it just was like nails on the chalkboard to have Sandoval questioning Katie the way that he was in this scene where he was like, so like you're still, you're, you're mad because of the Raquel kiss. Hmm. And she's like, yeah, I shouldn't be surprised because you know, he has done this behavior before. And he's like, yeah, you shouldn't be surprised. It's like, and she's okay. like, well, he wasn't into her. He's like, dude, people change their mind. It's like, shut up. But it, it's like, can, can you just like, let her have a little bit of space and like speak like she was hurt by this like why are you piping in in support of tom and raquel like it's like red flagville right there yeah and then ariana 
is trying to, you know, Raquel. Yeah, she's defending Raquel and staying neutral against Tom. You know, she he's he's so in support of hurting Katie that she's kind of she's trying to stay neutral to like neutralize that the weirdness in the room, and in what happens is she kind of like walks right into a little situation of you know where she, uh, oh, oh um Katie's like Raquel's like a whore she's a whore and Ariana's like no like she actually doesn't get paid um <laughs> and then so. Katie's like well she should because she's really good at it or something yeah or she's also, acting like I, one. I would like to note that in episode one how Katie was like can I say whore? Am I going to get canceled for that? Yeah. In this episode, she said it like probably 30 times. So I don't think she's too worried about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. She did. Katie did kind of bring up the theory that you did in our last last episode where she was like, I don't think um, Schwartz would like me hopping on my friend's peens and, um, which is true, like, if the roles were reversed and, you know, Katie was doing this to Tom, like, how, like, can you imagine if Katie was doing this, like, she hooked up with Sandoval or something, everyone would feel so bad for Schwartz. He would, like, return to number one guy in the group and it would just be crazy. No, no, Schwartz said he would be fine if Katie and Sandoval got married next week. Yeah, he swore on it. He's like, yeah, I swear, I'd be there and be happy. <laughs> I can see him, though, like, no, no, I know, you're the better Tom. She she got the better Tom, I know. I know, you guys. <laughs> oh, who knows? So what did you think about the part where they, they bring up Joe? Oh, I know, that's where I'm like, oof. I mean, I love Katie's, like, she's Kristen's crazy friend. And if I say crazy when, you know, coming from Kristen, that's even scarier, right? But, yeah, I mean, Katie produced receipts on Joe's text thread before, right? Saying, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll be there for you. I'm so sorry you're dealing with this and la, la, la. And then, like, instantly moves in with Schwartz. But it was so cringy to watch, like, her taking the dog out. Schwartz is like, oh, I love you, Joe. I love you, too. I'm like, ew. Yeah. I've never heard him be like, I mean, he probably has in the span of all seasons, but like, hey, I love you, Sheena, or I love you, Kristen. I love you. Like, not so casually. Maybe if they got, like, in a huge fight or something, but, like, so casually and flippantly, like, Okay, see you later, Sheena. I love you, Sheena. And even like, even with Katie, like at the most, it'd be like, "Thanks, Bubs. Th- thanks yeah. for taking care of me, Bubba." Exactly. Not not I love you. <sighs> it's disturbing. Joe is disturbing. Yeah. Joe needs a shower. Um, I also liked how they they kind of broke down a timeline for us of the Joe thing, which we had already nailed. But I did appreciate that they, that Ariana and Katie both said, like, yeah, it was weird, whatever. But the weirdest thing about it is how everyone was oddly secretive about it. And it was, like, kind of like this hush-hush thing. That's what made it weird. And I appreciated that because 
obviously we're going to, you know, go full circle with that with Raquel and Sandoval. So interesting little foreshadowing there. So... Sorry, my thing muted and then my cursor froze so I couldn't unmute oh, myself. Oh gosh, I hate when that happens. I'm just seeing... those awkward silences. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the secretive thing was a very good point that, yeah. Yeah. So we go over to Sir and like, what is going on with Lisa's weird applique blouse? Like, what was that? Oh gosh. It was like she had chops on the side of her blouse. I didn't even... I just, like, I took notes more on her just, like, bulldozing in there and being like, no chewing gum on the floor. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, and I would shit myself if I was chewing gum and she had to correct me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> ugh. So, she talks to James, blah, 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 boring. Unless you have anything to say about that, we go over to the Toms. Um, no, but I would like to point out that that See You Next Tuesday, the crowd level of that See You Next Tuesday is very much more on par how it's been lately before Scandaval. Yeah. So right. I, I did like that, that, that they captured that on film because as I'm sure we'll see in the next one, the, the next ones are booming. So that was interesting. Hmm. So Raquel comes over, so it's Lisa's talking to the Toms, and Raquel comes over to, like, say hello, take their drink order, whatever. And Sandoval's like, what? Raquel, we can't hear you. Raquel, we can't hear you. Come over here. Come over here, Raquel. So she comes over, and she sits between the two Toms, and, like, there's, like, inches of space and between Schwartz and Raquel, he's even kind of turned the way like I turn on a aisle seat on the plane. Like I turn away from the middle seat person. He's kind of turned away from her. And Raquel is like nuzzled up with Sandoval. Her, her shoulders behind his shoulders. Their arms are touching. Their legs are touching. His arms even like behind her, like around her. Like you could see in the, like Lisa's face when like Sandoval got that <laughs> like, I I felt most of the energy coming from Sandoval, like in that, like yeah, Raquel sat down, but they're on that tiny bench and like they're they're filming, so they have to be close together. But Schwartz's body language is so obvious, and then Sandoval's body language was so like he leaned right into her yes. and got way too close. Like it was there. It's not even a red flag. It's like a flashing, like I, I don't like a siren. Lisa saw it. She felt it. You can feel the energy in those situations. Absolutely. And her face said it all. Yes. And she even <sighs> said, she's like, what, what's, what is this? And he's like, he's like, uh, what? I, I, I don't even. Yeah. And then like, and then Lisa's he... like, is this the first time that you guys have seen each other from since Mexico? So that tension and that chemistry if this is all, it should be between Schwartz and Raquel, right? They haven't seen each other. Like, is yeah. is this a week? No, there's nothing there. Like, what, they high five again. It's, like, stupid. And then <laughs> you roll over to, then you look at Sandoval, who is literally foaming at the mouth to be near her, close to her, like, nuzzle her. Just I could even feel the buzz through the TV. I could like, feel it, yes. 
And I, and I, you could feel the cringe and the cold fishiness between Schwartz and Raquel. Yes. Like, I could feel that, too. And, like, and now, knowing what we know now, it... I don't think that it's necessarily because he rejected her and he has no chemistry with her. I think he's literally, like, disgusted in what's going on. And, like, obviously his bro is interested in her. So, like, the whole thing is just, yes. like, it's it's exactly how you would act if that was really going on. You'd be like, okay, like, I, I'm not down with this. This is so weird. And, and now, like, they're having to, like, take it in front of Lisa. You know, it's just like, ugh. Yeah. I like I, I I'm pretty sure I yelled at my phone when I was watching this. Like, oh my god! This is definitely I was screaming internally, mouthing at the, at the laptop screen on my little sneak away break. I was like, ah! So so Tom mentions Sandoval mentions that he had met up with Katie earlier and that she said something about Raquel, and Lisa's like, well, what did she say? And he kind of like, you know, is like, should I say it? And he's like, well, she said that you're a whore. And so Raquel gets like emotional. Lisa's looking at Raquel get emotional. Tom is wondering why she's getting emotional. Like the whole thing, it was like a triangle. Like I, I was looking at Lisa, then I was looking at Raquel, then Sandoval. And then like Schwartz wasn't even in that. Like it, I was just like, this is wild. And then she walks away and is upset. And Lisa's like, oh, she's upset. And so Lisa doesn't call her back to comfort her. Schwartz does it. It's Sandoval. Raquel, Raquel, are you okay? It's like... Yeah. Odd. So, then she's like, Katie is so rude and bitchy. I'm always trying to grow and be the better person. I'm like, fuck you, you hypocrite! Ah! <laughs> You're trying to be the worst person. Yeah. All of this. When she's like, people charge your battery or they drain it. I don't want that. And like, okay, her roadblock is um, trying to be liked by other people. And I'm like, no, your roadblock is fucking you. You are your roadblock. People don't like you because of the shit you do. Otherwise, people would like you. But I have a feeling she did this kind of shit in high school, grade school, whatever. And that's why people didn't like her. And, and she plays she, and she oh. plays like the innocent card in the end. So she yeah. gets some people who give her sympathy because she is kind of that deer in the headlights, sort of like, I didn't know I'm finding myself. You know, it's like, uh okay. Like you but you like you can't get that maybe you could use that once, but to use it I over mean, and over. She says all of the right things, like she says to in this scene and as she says to Lala later and to Oliver, she says all of the right things, which is great. She would be winning this season. But how can you say all of these things while you are doing the polar opposite? Yeah. It's insane. Totally. So I feel like anyone that has gotten to know her probably throughout life, that innocent girl card factor works for a spell of time, a year or two, until people – she either lets her guard down or people really get to know her and they realize, oh, wow, she's a snake. And that's what's happening now. Or, like, like, you know, she had the wool pulled over Sheena's eyes and um, a few others, but not for long. Eventually, the truth comes out. And so eventually, she's still that girl that people don't like because there's a reason they don't like her. They're not just being mean girls. They're mean because they have a reason to be. 
And technically, all that behavior was hidden from the group, you know, for five years with James. She was in a relationship, so she wasn't, there was nothing else going on. So that's five years of her not having this behavior. Now she's single and it's coming out. Yeah, but she wasn't really around anybody because they didn't really give two shits about her, but like most people didn't really want to be around James. So Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone was really around her that much. And honestly, she probably was displaying that behavior because she was like, I don't know. I still, I think she had a game plan and I think her dad knew about the game plan as we talked about last year with engagement, you know, how like he was so reluctant and he didn't want to, you know, at the engagement party, the things he said, but I think they had a plan. I think she told him, Dad, I'm really not going to go through this. Just hang in there with me. It'll do wonders for my TV career. And he bit his tongue and trusted. She's like, you trust me, right? Remember? Um, so I think he bit his tongue and said, yes, I trust you because I know you're doing this for a reason, not because you love James Kennedy. So I think she's been diabolical all along. Um, maybe she grew to love things about him, but I think her plan of marrying him in like reality is was never going to happen. Hmm. I think she used him as a stepping stone to get to this platform so that she could meet Mr. Bigger and Better. And that's Sandoval. Yuck. <laughs> Sandoval. I says, think that's the hardest part. doesn't have a bad yeah. bone in her body. I'm that's like, the hardest part bad. for me is it's like he's not a prize. Like that. Ugh. Well, it sure blew up her stardom, though. So maybe she's not looking at him as the prize either, but he's a bigger stepping stone. Yeah. Technically, yes. He has like twice as many followers. I mean, honestly, technically, I'm surprised that this blew up up even about him. Like, I, I, he's like the least person that anyone cares about on Vanderpump Rules. So he's also very lucky with how this blew up. Like, I, I don't think anyone was expecting that. Even him. Like, I don't think he was prepared. Well, that's probably why she initially tried to go for Schwartz because he's more of a beloved character and the timing worked out with the divorce, mm-hmm. but then that just didn't work out. Yeah. Schwartz likes, you know, a less put together gal. Yeah. He likes the quirky camouflage. I think overalls. the other thing that's hard for me is like in one breath, everyone's like Raquel's so dumb. She can't form a thought. And then in the next one, we're supposed to believe that she's, like, this master manipulator, and I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Like, I mean, five years is a long time to go with James for this master plan, so 100% give you that. I just think between all of the, the hope, the other cheating things, the Logan of it all... She she turned a very convenient blind eye on so many things, so... I think she overlooked those things, always suspecting, though, um, or always even knowing that it was true because of the opportunity. Yeah. I don't think she stayed with him for love. So maybe it started, you know, it started with star infatuation. Maybe she did love him, but I don't think she stayed with him through all of those cheating rumors and the Logan stuff that I, I mean, I had I had almost the exact same like everything you're saying. I had that same feeling about Tom and Katie. You know, like, I wondered, like, how the hell is this working and why is she still with them? Same with Tom and Ariana. Like, we've heard rumors throughout the years and one, uh, Jax has been, like, the biggest 
person to say that they're in a fake relationship they're just business partners so you know and he has said that yeah yeah he's screamed it from the rooftops so crazy i mean i i honestly believe that there is some truth to the things sandoval said on howie i think a he exaggerated and embellished i think he made some shit up i think he told um, untruths, half truths, and like partial truths. Um, I think it was absolutely disgusting what he said. Ariana did. He should be. He's no person to speak on someone else's, you know, stuff. I think that was disgusting. But I think there were certain things, probably certain brand or image conversations at some point. I don't know when. Obviously, um, concerns over the house. So. That's I think I honestly think that's what um, some of his, yeah, that interview was disgusting about how he was speaking about her. Like that is, I, I'm still not over that. I don't think I'll ever get over the things he yeah. said. Yeah. But um, I think what he was doing in some of that is he was meshing their business discussions with a relationship discussions, and um, I don't know, just from like kind of seeing how Ariana conducts her business and how um how the timeline that she takes to complete things things like that like I I can't help but what like I felt like there was a bitterness from her from him about he helped her a lot with that and never got like kind of the credit that he thought that he deserved and I really think he would try to throw her under the bus for that um using relationship talk as like his cover for actually going up against her with like all of their brand deals and everything. Yeah. I mean, even at the very end, he says they're broken up, but he's like, but we could, you know, announce it publicly because we had like a mixology, like Instagram post to do or something stupid. It wasn't like we have a Pepsi commercial to do. It was like just one of their dumb little videos, you know, like, come on. Yeah. Probably like $5,000 they got. Yeah. (sighs) Anyways. All right. Switching gears, we go over to, uh, is it Lala's? Mm Mm-hmm. Where Katie, is she sporting like a Pablo's Flintstone look or what's going on here? Yeah. I don't know. Um, Katie, Christina Kelly, Lala, and Allie. So they're talking about Lala's birthday party. She didn't invite Raquel, Schwartz, or Charlie. Katie's going to bring Satchel, <laughs> the guy who brought her bowls from Morocco. And she's like, yeah, he's named after Satchel Page. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I wrote it down. <laughs> I know but Jimmy Page is. Yeah, same <laughs> thing. I don't know who Satchel Page is. He's like, it's like a leather bag line. Oh. <laughs> I guess. That's what a Satchel is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my so that was about it. I mean, anything else happened at Lala's house? Um. Uh, well, they bring up the whole uh, Oliver thing, and they start uh, kind of talking about that. Um, let's see. Yeah, no, that's that's it. Yeah. So the Toms go over to Villa Rosa, and they bring Ken flowers because Rose, the little pony, died. Now, 
Lisa said, you know, it, it's like a six-year-old little pony, and he got sick, and, you know, they show pictures. And she's like, Ken, put him and Rosé in the back of the car. And I'm like, did Ken physically pick up the pony? That's literally the same thing I thought, too. <laughs> and like, I and I noticed barely walked to the door. Yeah, and and when they um when they like did like a flashback of like showing how much they loved Rose and everything and him coming home, I I thought it was odd that like they had him just like in the back of like a suburban, like they just like like, like a dog. I guess that's what you do, but like I, I could imagine he the fits. pony be like you know like when you like hit the brakes, the pony's gonna be like like you like move forward when the the car stops. Yeah, you kind of need a horse trailer. Or... Yeah, like I know they're little, but still, like just, they just throw them in the, like a suburban or a Tahoe. There's no way he could carry a pony. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure that pounds. they had like the workers on the grounds do it. Yes, yes. Oh my god! And yeah, he got—he didn't get there in time. Yeah, because he can probably drives like three miles an hour. Well, and to be fair, like I consider myself like young and strong you know like there's no i couldn't lift a pony no i know that's what i'm saying just first of all the bulk and the, the shape of it yeah like, to like, get your arms he's gonna grab he's it. gonna grab it like under the stomach under its big old round stomach <laughs> okay there you go and then like throw it over his shoulder or like, like have what? it put its like two legs on and then lift the it's gonna buck him or around his neck or yeah exactly <laughs> maybe they have a maybe they have a little ramp I need a visual for this. Yeah, a ramp might work. Oh, a ramp that he, like, led the pony into. Yeah, and then you, like, take the leash up and put it in. (laughs) That's hilarious. Everyone's probably like, you guys, like. (laughs) It's just a logistic thing. There's no shame. I mean, I I, I walk about as good as Ken right now. My knees hurt so bad. I'm like, (laughs) hold on, I'll get to the doorbell in about 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, okay, back to back to <sighs> Villa Rosa. Uh, we got to see kind of like some different spaces of Villa Rosa this side. She was in like the theater room, which I thought was fun. Like thank you for finally show us showing us something different. Yeah. She says she's emotionally emotionally depleted, you know, that's super sad. So they she again says, so tell me about Mexico, even though she just asked the night before when they were at Sir and the whole <laughs> Raquel thing happened. But let's talk about it again. Um, you know, they say it was a great reset trip and then kind of go through how they've had to fire the kitchen staff again. They're not going to be able to open, you know. Yeah. And then the Toms um, kind of start fighting amongst themselves. Well, this is I love this part. Yes. Like, thank you. You know, every once in a while, Schwartz comes out with a, oh, my God, thank you, Schwartz. And he finally does it. Like, he had been frustrated with Sandoval. I mean, he told us that July he was frustrated because Sandoval kept running off to tour with the band or go to band practice. And, like, it was all on Schwartz's shoulders. Katie alluded to it last year when she's like, I see my husband working there, getting up early, getting down there. And she's like, what are you doing? You're sleeping. And so we know this to be true. We, we've hear, heard it repetitively. So finally, Schwartz grows some balls and is just like, Sandoval's like, let's just open. He's like, no matter how much you huff and puff, he's like, you don't back it up. And Sandoval's like, you're stepping to me, you know? He's like, you're too busy. So this is where Schwartz pulled out his Sheena Kardashian. Every once in a while, he's got it in him, right? 
He's like, you're too busy getting your nails done or going to band practice. I mean, nailed Ugh. it. No pun intended. Yes. Thank you. And then, what's Sandoval's uh, comeback? He's like, dude, I can't walk around town with grubby-ass chip nails. Like, I thought, you should be like, yeah, you should, should be dirty from working. Exactly. You, have- As, you should be proud of those grubby nails and be like, I'm opening a bar. Oh, my God. Um, Schwartz and Brett and Greg seem to be getting stuff done without having painted nails. So yeah. go ahead and paint them for your little performances, okay? That's fine. But do that but- on your own time or wake up. Like, sometimes when um, we have things to do, like, I will be at the nail salon at, like, I'll find one that opens at, like, 8 in the morning. I'm there as soon as they open. I'm the first one in and out. Like, if he would wake up earlier and, like, be where he needs to be, like, no one would have a problem with him getting his nails done. Yeah. It's that he's like constantly um, taking when he should be working or when everyone's looking for him. Like, hey, where's Sandoval? Oh, he's getting his nails done. And this band practicing, the fact that he started the band while, like, after the Schwartz and Sandys. Like, if it had existed before and you had commitments and then you and Tom decided to open a bar, that's one thing. But midway through Schwartz and Sandy development, you decide to also start this band, like a very complicated band that you're bankrolling. Like you just, you make zero sense. Like his vanity and need for attention is so strong that it trumps the importance of his million dollar investment in Schwartz and Sandy's. Like it's off the charts. Yeah. Crazy. Um, but thanks to all of <laughs> Vanderpump Nation, he is not having to worry because Schwartz and Sandy's is packed to the hilt and his shows are continuing on full attendance. So Pumpers Nation is as much as we're hating on Sandoval, y'all supporting him. Yeah. You know? Anyways, yeah. uh, 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 Tom and Ariana discuss pollinating, pollinating, sperminating her eggs. <laughs> so he says this on Howie Sandoval. It's like, dude, it's like we broke up. And then she's like, hey, by the way, when are you going to like go do my eggs or whatever? And he's like, I was like, where did this come from? Now, is this a conversation he's referring to? Because this was last early September and he certainly didn't seem like taken aback. It seemed like a conversation, an ongoing conversation they've been having, and that he made an appointment. So she was just asking, "Oh, when are you going?" And now he's either making excuses on why he can't go, or he truly—and I think the "or" could be a big thing, since how much he bragged about being sober for four days on Holly Mandel—the fact that. It requires you to not drink or smoke for five days is beyond the realm of possibility for him. But I think it's both. I think he's making excuses because he's starting to form an exit plan. And also, I don't think he can go five days without drinking. Yeah, this scene was like extremely confusing, especially like, let's say we didn't like everything didn't happen with Scandal. I would have been like they kind of just dropped this in. They gave us no um, preface with it. Like, oh, we've been talking. I know they did that clip where they showed on the reunion that she's like, I I told him to go and he hasn't gone. Um, 
I don't know. It kind of was just like sprinkled in here, like this is what we're doing now. Which and they, I don't know. It was bizarre to me and also heartbreaking because it's just like what the hell. And yeah, you can see he's making excuses. He's backpedaling, and she's sitting there and doesn't have any idea. But also now a great sigh of relief because. Thank God, because then they would co-own those embryos. They'd have to go to court, and like, if what if he did all of her eggs? Like, uh, oh. I mean, what if he still? What if he still did? Where where we still have a lot of episodes to go? I don't think he did because she was on something. They were on something recently, like Watch What Happens Live or something. Well, no, they weren't on that. Oh. There was something. I, I, oh, they... I think maybe it was her podcast that was like in December or something. Uh-huh. November. I don't know. Actually, who knows? You're right. That's not too far. I don't think he did. I hope. Yeah, I hope not. Hopefully he made a, an excuse and then she's disappointed and wondering why. And now we know the why, you know? Yeah. So now we see him already starting to try to turn the tables on her, set up his, like, gaslighting plan. And he's like, well, I feel like, you know, besides the I can't not drink for five days, you know, should we do this? Like, I feel like you just, I annoy you and you don't have my back and, like, you think I'm an idiot. And she's like, if I thought you were an idiot, I'd be really nice to you. So He's like, like, you never agree with me. It's like, (laughs) and she's like, so? Oh. This is all making sense. So he's like, Raquel agrees with me. He's like, yeah, because Raquel doesn't fucking know what to do. I I, I do think also that, like, in this scene, like, he's like, he's like, sometimes I just think, like, you think I'm an idiot. And she's like, Tom, I I wouldn't be with an idiot. And I I think we're all in our heads going, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And, 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 like, we have to all, like, slightly admit, like, we've, I've wondered why she was with him. Yeah. Like she could tell her eye rolls or her Tom, shut up. Yeah. She thinks it. Yeah. (laughs) She knows it. Yeah. We have all wondered. Yes. And I mean, certainly we know the last two years they have this house together. Now the home equity loan, she'd kind of be screwed even though she denies, you know, they probably had some verbal agreement Ariana, I will for sure take care of you no matter what. And she believed him because she thought he was the most trustworthy person in the world, as many did. So now she's really between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Maybe she was like acting all nice and supportive the last couple weeks, as he claims. Um, and as we saw at Tom Tom that night, because she realizes she's screwed. And she either needs to be extra nice until she can make this, like, get something in writing. Like, I will pay you back the 250 home equity loan. I don't know. Yeah. Or she's trying to truly salvage something. Or she has no idea anything's wrong anyways. And she's just <laughs> in a good mood. Who knows? <sighs> well, it's over. All right. Moving on to Garcelle and Oliver and... Okay. I don't know. It's kind of boring. Yeah. But again, he says he's separated. He's working on a co-parenting plan. So, I mean, 
he's telling Raquel, he's like, no, I had, I have my own place, or I've had my own place for eight months, but then he stays over. So I think he may have his own place, but clearly it's a Randall Amber thing. It's mm-hmm. like back and forth. It's not over, over, but obviously they're probably having trouble or have like split from time to time, but it's not over, over. Hence Samantha, like, you know, was totally legit and saying, well, he just, I mean, he's still sleeping with her. And two days after going out with Raquel, come on, then you're not done with your wife. Yeah. So he's either lying to Garcelle and Lisa or, I mean, I don't know. Who, who knows? Yeah. I don't even really care. I honestly. Yeah. yeah, me neither. Bored. Another scene of James picking out Allie's outfit. <laughs> yes. Let me see. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. For Lala's birthday. Um, and then... Allie says she saw Sandoval and Raquel dancing at the Abbey or together at the Abbey at 1 a.m. after that see you next Tuesday that they were at, which I thought was weird, too. You know, when they were at Sir talking to Lisa and Raquel, mm-hmm. why were they at see you next Tuesday? Yeah. The, yeah. Very bizarre. Because Sandoval wanted to see or hang out with Raquel. That's why. Yeah. And And even Lisa says that. She's like, what are you guys doing here? Yeah. If you're over on this part of town, shouldn't you be at Tom Tom? Yes. Bizarre. So Lala says she wants birthday sex. It's her first birthday single. That's kind of crazy. Um, and Sheena and Brock are at Raquel's, and this is when Raquel fake calls Samantha. I mean, do you think either Samantha hadn't signed a waiver, or she didn't want her voice on, or? This conversation already happened, so they just had to fake it and reenact it. Probably. Yeah. So Samantha says, no, they're not broken up. He just slept with her. And Raquel's like, I'll get to the bottom of this tonight. Yeah. Um, I I did like that Brock encouraged Raquel to call Oliver's ex and get the story first before the date. I mean, to me, like, this just screams, like, this is, the 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 guy is, Oliver is the problem. Like, that's the problem for Samantha, and it's the problem for Raquel. Like, he's obviously a liar. So, yeah. the, I, I don't know. And I, I just find it, like, a little strange that we're trying to compare a kiss that Raquel had to Lala having a full-blown affair and a baby with someone. Yeah, because that scene next where, like, they're, it's the morning time at Lala's. Like, hey, props to Lala for bringing the realness for, like, the morning look. <laughs> but she was giving me, like, a little, like, green Jim Carrey vibes. I don't know if it was, like, the the dark Disney eyebrows with, like, because she didn't have makeup on to, like, counter it. So I was like, whoa, for yeah. some reason I was, I was getting, like, Grinch or something. But props for doing that because relatable. Um but yeah, whoever she, who was over, Katie or Christina, Christina, yeah. um, bringing up the whole mistress thing. It's like she's not a mistress. She like kissed him on a dance floor, right? Yeah, yeah. Where they, where they all, where like it's. I, I feel also it's like we didn't get to hear what Randall, the lies that Randall told to Lala, and like everything that she believed because she was so private with it. But literally on film, Lisa heard him say he's 
separated. All of the girls heard him say he's separated. Like, by all accounts, he's separated. He's, like, no one was expecting him to lie on film and then have this whole debacle happen. With his mom. Yeah, with his mom and his (laughs) boss. Like, the whole thing is just weird. Seems very set up. I'd like to um, hear Lisa's reaction or see it when she watched this episode and, like, he was busted. Like when Raquel did confront him and he, he's like, well, no, I didn't sleep with her that night. Maybe a couple days later, like when he, he clearly pretty much just gave up and said, yeah, okay, you're pretty much right. Like, yeah. I'd like to see, but you know, Lisa, she's going to be like, well, darling, he was confused. Yeah. His wife was trying to lure him back and confuse him. You know, she's always takes the man's side. Yeah, for sure. Classic Lisa. Uh, okay, so we're going to the classic cat for Lala's birthday, and damn, so I can say that about Lala in the morning looking like Jim Carrey, because she looks like on fire here, her body, she looks beautiful, her outfit, Christina's outfit, like, even Katie, she's got this little mini skirt with a slit, like, all the way up to her hip bone, I'm like, damn, you girls are bringing it, Yeah. but then Ariana shows up in, like, an Oscar gown, I'm like, yeah what is this that's like for like a red carpet or like a vegas like it's a bit much but okay (laughs) we meet satchel and he's like caressing katie's back i liked when um sandoval so he's on the other side of katie and he's speaking about whatever like against what katie's saying and Satchel's just looking at him like, you can just, I wanted to hear his thoughts in his head. Like, you're really a piece of shit, aren't you? But like, calmly and peacefully. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, he sees him. Like, he has Sandoval's number. He's like, I know who you are. You're a douche. <laughs> but like, not one to like, jump in. I don't so know. He, he, what, did, what did you think about what Sheena said about him? I mean, it's an easy, cheap shot, you know, like, his hair, he's, you know, I I get it. Like, he has calm, zen vibes, you know, he's But she said, she said, it's weird seeing Katie with this Macter shaggy dog motherfucker groomed at Vanderpump Dogs. Yeah, that's mean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was just, like, I was like, we don't normally, we don't normally hear things like that from Sheena. But yeah, I mean, I think she, they just really hated each other at that moment. Yeah. Because the same could be say, said about Brock and his, like, dated, dated 90s Richard Grieco Tarzan hair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it suited Brock, and it worked with Brock, but technically speaking, it's it was pretty cheesy, you yes. know? I'm also um, I'm also surprised that, like, they went really nice on Sheena's wedding this year as far as like none of the girls making any like catty comments about what anyone was wearing or anything like that um specifically like brock's boots like they were it it was like definitely like a little like lol moment you know yeah 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 she shouldn't throw stones um for sure but you know it was the place they were in and she was throwing digs at katie via satchel taking the hits so but Schwartz is just... at Schwartz is at home having a bath. Oh, 
I did not need that scene or that visual. And thank you for bringing me back to it. I was like, and he was upset that his little tiny apartment bathtub didn't have a cup holder. His (laughs) probably at his house that they, it did. I believe that bathroom was huge. And I think there was a giant tub in there. I'll have to look back in my videos. Oh yeah, there was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They, they filmed him in it. Um, it was like in the center, like a center, like claw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he always, yeah. I mean, this one didn't look bad for a dumpy apartment. Yeah. It looked deep. Mm-hmm. It had, like, tiling backsplash. Like, I've I've seen worse. I've lived with worse. Yep. But, yeah. Oof. Didn't need that visual. And also, like, there's a film crew there. Or was that filmed on, like, his iPhone? Oh, no, that was a film crew for sure. So did he get a naked? Ew. <laughs> probably. He probably likes that. I hope the film crew got like double time that for that scene. So we go back over to the restaurant and ever, they're like, Katie, what did you do today? And she's like, well, I washed my sheets. And then like the, like the camera like panned a satchel, you know, because he might be going home into those clean sheets. Um, uh, yeah. I thought she washed him because, like, she already did shit in him. Oh, yeah. Could be both. <laughs> yeah. So, Raquel has her scene with Oliver. I mean, actually, I think she handled it pretty well, and she didn't, like, tiptoe around. She didn't buy any of his bullshit, and, you know, had Scandal will not happen. I think we all would have been rooting for this scene and being like, yeah! You know, and he's left there. But, like, she made a good point later. She's like, he didn't even stand up when I left. I'm like... Yeah, that does say a lot. Yeah, it does. Oliver, not so great. And she had good, uh, she didn't even have evidence other than speaking with Samantha, who is going to have her own perspective and what an angle. But he just pretty much gave up and he's like, yeah, well, I guess you're right. That's how it is. I, yeah, I felt like he was, like, trying to, like, kind of be, like, you know, she's, like, I appreciate your apology, and he's, like, well, like, I don't know, like, if you're, at the end of the day, like, I don't know if you're mad at me, and she's, like, I am mad at you, like, he, I mean, he really did jack up her reputation early in the season. Yeah, I mean, now it's always going to come up, especially because we've got the Schwartz, um, even though she wasn't a mistress with Schwartz, it was still shady and questionable behavior mm-hmm. and now we have the scandal so she's got a triple threat against her with this mistress label and yeah he should uh he should apologize to her yeah i mean sam and really i feel like if like, life. yeah and if it would have like stopped like at this um like maybe possibly she could have spun it as like a single girl trying to make it in la with all of these pitfalls of married men and and kissing which i didn't think was that bad but someone was married there was a 12 year really like it maybe we could have explained it away but this the the nails in the coffin yeah she should be thanking samantha too for coming out at that time publicly and clearing raquel's name yeah because without that but still once again we're blaming the woman when the man is the one who was sitting there lying and doing everything it all points back to him and once again we're like oh like Raquel did you know lucky for her but he like he's a POS and he just like exposed himself on a show Yeah. yeah 
and he's like just fine. Like people have talked about seeing him at he's still at Vanderpump Paris working away. Yeah. Well, I didn't lie to you, Lisa. We were separated, but you were still shagging your wife. That's not separated, but Lisa, again, she's not going to do anything. She always defends the pieces of shit, man. Yeah. Things are complicated. Remember, Jax was entrapped yeah. by that harlot. Yes. yes. So Raquel then feels bad because here she's been calling Lala a mistress and that could be said about her. So she goes to apologize. She didn't go there to see Lala. She went there, A, for camera time, and B, because Sandoval was there. Yeah. For and sure. she had an excuse. For sure for camera reason. time. Yeah. Yeah. So Lala, she comes in, Raquel comes in, and Lala starts clapping. Yay! What up, mistress? What up, mistress? I can't, I'm so excited you're here. So she could really have a go at her. But again, Lala is all bark and no bite, because once she's away from the attention of the crowd to rile her up, and it's one-on-one, she cowers. And she's like, no, love, you're not a mistress. Don't look like she's, like, super kind and understanding and supportive. You know, where, where's all this bark where you're going to rip her head off and, you know, everyone's cheering you on. Like, yeah, you go, Lala. And then when it came down to it, she did it. She was a kind, warm, understanding person. <laughs> yeah. Which, which was great. It's just, oh, that did not age well. You know, you're not a mistress, Raquel, and don't ever let anyone tell you. It's like, wow. Oh, my God. I'm just like you, Lala. Like, I'm not a mistress either, and you weren't. You're not a mistress. Like, ugh. The whole thing is just. So while they're talking, Katie and Sandoval are talking about Raquel, and she's like, well, you got a lot of, or you get a lot of joy out of Raquel as well, it seems. And he's like, yeah, she's a cool person. And she's like, I mean, like, you know, you go out at the Abbey with her at 1 a.m. Like, Katie for the win with her, like, passive-aggressive digs. I love it. Yes. Sandoval looked nervous as fuck. Like, his eyes were twitching, and he was like, oh, shit, they know. And he's like, basically, he's like, get the fuck out of here, Katie. What are you talking about? Like, you know, he's, like, internally freaking out. Yes. So I love that for her. I, I, I love that, that she too. made him uncomfortable. Yes. I like watching Sandoval squirm because he's not in control of the narrative. And so he has to do a Lala and like storm off. Yeah. So, okay, Raquel to Lala. I didn't realize how easy it is for a man to mislead you into thinking it's one way when it's, 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 <laughs> and then Lala's like, the opposite? <laughs> oh, yep, yep. It's like she's a record that was skipping, 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 needed to be corrected. Her, she needed to be reset. Her button needed to be, like, rebooted. It's, it's like, is it that hard to finish that sentence? I know sometimes you can't find the right word, and it's on the tip of your tongue, but, like, he he led you to believe one thing, but it's the other. But to that me, was this was this scene was a big old gift from producer Jerry, with a <laughs> name tag on it to Lala. 
uh, he's like, Lala, look, we're going to clear your name. We're going to let everyone know you actually aren't a mistress, that you are lied to, and we're going to do a correlation story to prove that to everyone. And and then, like, they tried to make this work, and it's just not the same. It just isn't. Well, it did tie in with Lala's. Can you even finish a thought? Because clearly this shows that she cannot. Lala had to jump in and finish her thought for her. Um, but also Raquel saying these words again, another scene, how easy it is for a man to mislead you thinking it's one way when in actuality, it's another way you're saying this while you're fucking Sandoval, you're not going to apply this, these words, this mentality to possibly your current situation. Are you not going to go in there and be like Sandoval? Are you really breaking up with Ariana? No, it, it only applies to Oliver. You fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, I don't know, crazy for her to say those words, which were great. They were great words. It just, unless she's trying to, Unless she's trying to prove a point that she was misled again, that she's being misled. But then she continues to let herself be misled for seven more months. So did Lala. Yeah. Very true. But the... It's it's just the layers are just too like I was screaming during this scene because yeah she how can she even say these words while they're like Ariana is sitting in that party it's crazy the whole thing yeah. is crazy yeah I mean I can't imagine the cast watching these scenes no like how they must be screaming. Yeah, they must be because they were all blindsided by this. So they must just be now put piecing these puzzle pieces together going, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm saying that sarcastically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. This, this, we're not even like we're we're not even like close to the reunion and, and we're already going in this deep. Like this is this is crazy. It's crazy. Lisa saw it. Tom knows. Katie knows. Lala knows. Allie knows. James knows. James knows. They're telling Sheena. Sheena's starting to question it. And 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 Sandoval is just acting ridiculous. Yeah, he's not even like trying to hide it. No, it's it's like goofy. It's actually goofy. I mean, he knew that scene last week when he like tapped her on the ass or gra- like yes he saw Sheena and Ariana facing the other way walking out but cameras are still there it's it's brazen I, I and it's it's brazen but then you think about how disrespectful like he knew cameras were there and you're gonna diss Ariana like that like it's just like rubbing it in her face just like you're not only doing it, but you're doing it so brazenly and proudly of like, ha look what I'm doing behind her back, literally behind her back. What was her the back is two inches in front of him. What was the timing of um, Katie's brother uh, pouring out the, the Tom's whiskey and he was all pissed at Schwartz? Oh. Was that right after the wedding or did something else happen? Well, I'll have, I know I, I, I screenshotted that, so I'll have to look at the date. I think it was during the wedding. Was it a story or a grid? A story. 
It was a video. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go back and look at our July, August, yes. early September. Yes. Because okay. really everything is like packed with a punch, you know, and that like we've got August 22nd is, and then we roll right into Lala's birthday and my birthday, September 2nd. So I think it was, yeah, I think it was around the, the Raquel Mexico thing because how we were calling it out as fake and staged and all of that. Then he did that and we were like, huh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's not going to chime in for the storyline. Yeah. What he's posting is real. Okay. So, yes, Lala's birthday is your birthday. And that's the end of this episode. Yeah. I love um, next week when they show James squealing like a pig when he gets something in his eye. And he's like, hey, hey. Um, next, th- I've been waiting for this episode ever since I saw the trailer where James throws something in Schwartz's face. Like, I, I-, yes. I can't wait. That looks amazing. And then, and we're also going to get the conversation with Allie and Lala, or um, Allie and, who was she talking to? Charlie? Saying that um, she's not comfortable with Lala, around Lala, and James, you know, with all that stuff. Which is weird, because she's, she seems like she has been. She's definitely, yeah, she's confident. It seems more like she's around Raquel, because James is more obsessed with Raquel, um, and everything she's up to, kind of like Kristen was obsessed, obsessed with Sandoval when she was with James. It's like James is getting, he's, he's not really giving two shits about Lala other than, I mean, I'm getting f- pure friend vibes from the Lala James of it all. Yes. Like normally James does look at Lala with puppy dog eyes, but I'm not feeling that this season. No. If anything, he's more bothered by Raquel. But I think he's more bothered by Raquel that he brought her in and she's getting all this attention. And, you know, he's not. I think it's more the attention than the love loss. But uh, I don't know. And then we also have Sandoval and Ariana's relationship discussions start to be revealed. Yes. So that's going to lay the groundwork, folks. Oh, my gosh. See, see, I, I told you we had conversations. Yeah. So what do you think about Sheena and Watch What Happens Live? How I, she said. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I love that she said, there was a shove and a punch, but I didn't punch her. Like, I mean, you can get how that would work. You're like pushing someone off. They're wrestling over the phone. And like the back of your hand or the, the knuckle part of your hand, like pushes you someone away. That's kind of a punch, but not like the traditional punch to the face, you know? I don't know. I find it's interesting that now she's revealing that she did put her hands on her. You know, before she was like, they but, were really trying to deny that anything happened at all. And now, little by little, more is coming can't out. can't she still go back and press charges now that she said it? It's not uh, like she was found innocent. It's just they dropped it. So you can still be tried. And, um... I don't know. I don't think I would have done that because she could just still go... I mean, maybe the DA wouldn't pick it up. They'd be like, look, you already cried wolf once. But I'm like, here you have Sheena on television stating it. I think you could go press charges if you wanted to. I would be, again, frustrated with, like, the narrative if I was Raquel. You know, it's like she she didn't just go, like, something did happen. 
So to say that nothing happened and that she filed this because nothing happened and she's a liar, that's not true. Something did, in fact, happen. Um, she, I love... Um, I, I don't... It just seems like... I don't know. I love that we were... Okay, so, like, we never believed Sheena punched Raquel in the face for a number of reasons. Height reasons, her arm span, her long nails, many, many reasons. But a scuffle, sure. Could something inflict and, like, scratch her eyebrow? Sure. Um, I don't like think her, this is, like... Yeah. <laughs> assault or anything but yes some physicality happened but i love how some people were like no it did not i spoke to sheena myself it did not happen i am telling you 100 percent. i'm like i didn't say it did i didn't say it didn't i'm saying i don't believe this happened but i, I believe some kind of scuffleness happened certainly nothing i think is worthy of a tro um, but it just, it just goes to show, I don't care if you're friends with the cast, you're speaking with them. They're not going to tell you a hundred percent everything and expose themselves. Like Sheena denied all the stuff. Her friends denied all the stuff. And now she's on Andy. Yes, I did this. And I did that. And also I don't regret it. So it's and, like, I'm not... and they also stood on a platform saying that um, this is wasting the court's time and that um, there's women who are abused and this and that. It's like, okay, like, that is that is true. But, like, you did do something that warranted, like, like Raquel didn't lie about n- nothing touching her. It's yeah. not like she filed a report that was false. So that, to me, is, like, a little shady. I mean, again, I would have not said this on Andy. Just I wouldn't have exposed myself to the liability. As slim as it may be, I w- unless I had something lock, stock, and barrel saying, you know, like double jeopardy. But there's no double jeopardy here because she wasn't tried. and There was no verdict. So you could press charges again. And I don't want to give her any ideas. I'm just saying. Not yeah. the route I would have taken. But I did think it was interesting that you know the the whole Brock Raquel rumor which I think is you know complete bullshit and it's just people wanting to extend Scandaval because we're all thirsty and we need our fix right um we're addicted but I did think it was interesting that Sheena's like well I did question him and I was like you did and she's like well after you know the Sandoval so that makes sense it's like the lying and deceit is not lost on Sheena when normally Sheena does turn a blind eye like Rob would never do that Adam would never do it. you know what I mean like I think this was such a lesson that it's opened up everyone's eyes even people that usually are in denial about things the fact that she even questioned him like I, I was shocked that like Sheena's now jaded the way like, she answered yeah the way she answered that was very odd to me like it was I, I was, uh, my mouth was open when she said that she, like, she went off about it. She's like, I did question. He said, absolutely not. I asked, did she try? He said, no. Uh, just like, there was like a lot of detail to that whole yeah. question. This is what Sandoval's done to all of us. He's even, you know, he's even jaded Sheena, who likes to sweep things under the carpet I mean, and ignore maybe, them. And maybe she's no fool that's anymore. good. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Thank it's, you, Raquel. Just kidding. <laughs> it's good, but it's also a little sad. It's like when you, you know, when you stop trusting people and you, you know, hopefully, like, you know, kind of how Lala, Lala's 
was shattered. Like she can't trust men anymore. And that's, you know, it's just like, huh, it sucks that a couple bad apples have to ruin it for everybody else. But yeah, I was surprised that she said she questioned him. Yeah. And not that, you know, would any guy be like, oh, now that you ask me, yes, something did like, who's going to like fess up to that. But in this day and age with receipts and camera phones and you know, you kind of almost have to because it's going to come out or she's going to, you know, what if Raquel had a secret camera hidden in her teddy bear? You know, you have to be pretty confident to deny it because there's always a way the truth comes out. So, I mean, I believe nothing happened. I think it's just the, the mob of it all wanting more of a fix. Yeah. You know, don't we all? I don't. I, I would have. I would have totally been like, yeah, for sure. Except except for that one scene where they were a little friendly with each other, just like she is with everyone. But um, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Like I will definitely keep this scene in the back of my mind for a while. It was just to me. It was just odd. But he's he was like then they showed scenes of him like that with Ariana too. Mm-hmm. And and to be fair, when we've seen him out, like that's how he is. Yeah. With strangers, friends, everyone. Yeah, and it is a cultural thing too, like not stereotyping, but it it's just more physical and and less PC. Mm-hmm. Australia, New Zealand, it's they're not that, you know, some of the things they say, they aren't meant to be, you know, like they're the favorite saying the Kiwis are always like, "Oh, everything went tits up." And I always like felt weird when like my coworkers or bosses would say that. I'm like, we shouldn't be t- saying the word tits in front of like. <laughs> it felt weird. I hate the saying, but the, like to them, it wouldn't even cross their mind that there was anything wrong with that, you know. But in corporate America, it's like you can't say tits up. That's you know? funny. So the other thing I thought was interesting was Sheena said she thought it was shady that Billy Lee was hanging out with Sandoval, and she too has now unfollowed Billy Lee. So. Even after Billy Lee's statements, she still thinks it was shady. Yeah. And um, later, too, when, um, you know, he's like, uh, I think Michael was like, well, what's going to happen? Like, if you guys won't talk to him or, like, do anything, like, what's going to happen with the show? And she's like, well, they're going to film with me and, uh, you know, I'm going to, he'll film his own scenes. And and Michael's like, no, no, that won't work. Andy, what are we going to do about this? And he's like, I don't know. This is why I'm up at night worrying about this stuff. Um, (laughs) So. But then then Andy's always like, I, Vanderpump is no longer my show. I only have housewives. So. Mm. Who knows? Yeah. He asks about. Daniel, Ariana's new love interest. Um, Sheena just says, well, he lives in New York and I love him. I just met him. And he's like, so are they like a thing? And she's like, I love him. (laughs) So that was good. And she confirmed, she's like, no, I've never ever heard Tom and Ariana breaking up or Tom was trying to break up with Ariana. Like, don't you think like, I know Tom and Ariana have each other's back and don't say anything like we're you know, strong with Miami girl and their story. Don't you think she would have talked to Sheena a little bit, given how close Sheena and Sandoval were and Sheena and Ariana are like, if she was going to come far, do you think that she didn't confide in Sheena because she's too close with like Raquel or she thought Sheena might blab it to someone or do you think it just never happened? 
Like, it's hard to say. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. I guess we need, I guess we need to, to find out from Logan. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I kind of want Logan to come out and say, did she ever say anything about what that Tom was talking about breaking up over the past year? Yeah. Because I feel like she would tell him more than yes. anyone. Yeah. Because he's not going to gab to anyone else. You never see him with another, like, best friend. It, she, it's her. Where Sheena has a lot of best friends that, yeah. you know, you might slip to one best friend about the other. Like, oh, she told me, but don't tell him. You know what I mean? Or sometimes you have best friends that are completely unrelated. So you can tell them that, you know, because yes. they're like, who, who are they going to tell? You don't know any of the same people. Or you uh, just have some friends that, like, you know, like, they're not going to, like, your secret is safe with them. Like, because that, yeah. that's just how they are. Exactly. Okay, so Logan, Cochran, please come out and let us know. Are you backing up what Sheena said or what? Yes. <laughs> or what? All right, so um, Sheena, Sheena, she said she actually before Scannable, she would have given Tom Scannable and the most extras a 10 out of 10. She loved them. I'm like, what? But she has been on, like, podcasts and social media, like, ripping them apart. And I'm like, yes, you wouldn't go see them again, she says. But she was, like, literally ripping on them. I'm like, how can you give them a 10? Like, honestly, you can just play that music in a jukebox. If it's the music you like or the band, say that. I think, like... like, No one can give him a 10. Yeah, if you are talking about, like... The Canyon Club, when they're filming the show and all the cast is there, that whole experience, I could maybe go with like, I could probably do a 10 for that. But the other ones where it's just the band and no cast members, it's like a a four, dude. Like, you are with all of your friends and one of your best friends is the singer of a band of a cover song band of music that you love. You're there with your friends. There's alcohol. There's a dance floor. You have security to protect you. Yet the overall experience, great time. Yeah. But not to go see the band itself and Tom Sandoval particularly. But but that's, that's where Jason, the band manager gets it twisted too. That's the draw. The draw is the Vanderpump Rules element and how fun it is to see a Vanderpump Rules cast member with the other cast members. No one's actually going for the band, period. Right. Like, the band right. will not survive if people don't go see them. Like, it, it's over. It's over. If no cast members are ever going again, people are going to get bored. Yeah, so I'm going to tell all of you where Tom Sandoval and Most Extras are touring. Um, there's, like, three shows in Illinois, it's like East Coast, Midwest. The cast is not going to be there, okay? So if you desperately want to see Tom Sandoval and nobody else, go. If you think anything's going to happen, anyone's going to be there, you're wrong. And, I mean, if you were extremely, extremely lucky, Raquel might be there, but she'd probably be backstage. I don't think they'd make any public appearances because they're very hated right now. Um thirdly what did Sheena say she's like also I heard their things are very toxic right now between Raquel and Sandoval so don't expect Raquel to be coming to any of these things I think she's being advised to keep her distance so if you just want to see Sandoval by all means go 
other than that, other than that, don't save your money, please. He's very off key. He sounds like a sick dying cow. The band supported this. The band are a bunch of assholes. I won't say the band. I will say Jason Bader. He's a fucking asshole. He's like, it's just a TV show. They knew about the affair. They were fake in front of Ariana's face. They, it's it's just gross. And they set up that Howie Mandel interview. So. Um, I'll leave the band out of it. I'll just specifically say Jason Bader, drummer and whatever else he does. Yeah. I don't know. I just think he's gotten a little gross. So if you really want to see Sandoval and Jason go, but you're not going to see anyone else, then it's going to be, you know, you might have a good time. If you got money to waste and you're bored, nothing else to do, go for it and report yeah. back. Yeah, report back. <laughs> <laughs> We'll send you a Christina Kelly chapstick. <laughs> yeah. So they they also bring up um, on Watch What Happens Live how Sheena had no empathy towards Katie and what she was going through with her divorce. And Sheena says, she's we've heard her say this a trillion times on every podcast, every platform she has, that we will see her say sorry at the reunion. So. Yeah. I mean, they seem in an okay-ish spot. Um, I really wanted the answer to this when Andy asked, who of the cast makes the least amount of money? And I was like, oh, I really, I hope she answers this. And then she did, but it's like, she's like, Rachel. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted, besides Rachel, who else? What did you I, think when they... Andy asked that question. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about when they brought up, like, do you think the mob mentality has gotten out of control? Um, well, Sheena's answering the way Lala did. Like, no, like, they deserve it. Let us have our fun. Um, and then she's... I mean, the and, thing is, it did die down, and then he comes out with Howie Mandel. So he's drumming it back up. If he really wanted to not drum up, like, this scandalous shit, he would have asked Andy for a... You know, I, I guess Andy already did do a one-on-one with him, right? They're going to show it after the reunion. Yeah. But, you know, he would have been... He went on there so he could pitch his propaganda and spin his story. He didn't have to go on like like he there was plenty of knowledgeable podcasts on Bravo that would have been objective. Totally. Right? I I can, you know, that wouldn't slam him or really hold him to the fire, but it would be a good interview. You know, he didn't need to just totally go the opposite way. So he did bring this on himself. So I thought, I thought it was funny. She was like, I I just stay out of it. And both Andy and Michael are like, you stay out of it? And she's like, <laughs> well, out of the comment section. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Well. But yeah, amazing episode. Amazing watch what happens live. Like I left uh, watching my phone very happy and like this is going to be an awesome podcast we have so much to talk about and i freaking can't wait for next week for that like I, I i don't know i i might watch on the beach or something i might put my feet in sand to get right there with them <laughs> maybe have a little right. pina colada i don't know cool all right we will be back and thanks for tuning in. You guys check out our Patreon. It's only $3. We really appreciate the support. We have bonus episodes and other shows we talk about over there. And I still, I've just been so busy. But next week, I 
guests are gone, I'm going to organize giveaway stuff that we've been sitting on. Um, we do, we'll do some giveaways in Patreon and here. If you're new, we, we like to get cast things and support the cast and give them away to listeners. So stay tuned for both here and in Patreon for instructions on that to come. If you want to leave us a five-star review, we would love you. If you want us to read your review on the podcast, um, we will. Oh, shoot. I also forgot. There's a couple of people. That, um, Sharon and Natasha Happy birthday. I believe you had the same birthday as Michaela on the 18th. So shout out. Happy birthday, Sharon and Natasha. Thank you for listening and supporting us. We appreciate it. And if you guys go on the Patreon, if you too want a birthday shout out or a shout out of whatever you need, go on the Patreon. There's a pinned post in there. Just comment in there or feel free to DM us or email us, party at gmail.com with your request and we shall do what we can. Oh my gosh. I have to just say like a little, this is um, Laura from our group um, sent Ronnie something off of her wish list for her birthday and she got her a galaxy light and you guys, oh. um, like I'm obsessed. <laughs> they, it is so freaking cool. Like I, I kind of get it. And this was not just a Raquel thing. Um, Sheena had one at her wedding, you know, in in her room, and Schwartz had one in his room. So, um, if you are on the fence about getting a Galaxy Light, get one. It's actually like they're really cool. Ronnie's has like a little moon and clouds, and you can like change the scene. It can move or not move. It's really cool. Awesome. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, oh, also, there's this rumor of Schwartz going on some re- Australia called Stars on Mars. Okay. Did you read about that? No. It's like a Fox show. The celebrities would be taking giant leaps out of their comfort zone. Both versions will be filmed in Australia. It's being shot there because the producers have found an amazing site with red sand, which resembles Mars. Um, That's cool. Um, I also signed up for Dancing with the Star tickets, like, to be in the audience. Oh, really? Um, just in case, you know, Ariana, I can see Ariana. <laughs> so that's not until the fall, right? Yeah, but they but they already, like, released the, the ticketing thing. Oh, so, But okay. it's, like, a lottery, so who knows? Who knows? Um, okay, this reality show, it's an unscripted series featuring Star Trek William Shatner, I thought he died, in a host-like role. The series, set to air this summer, what? Will follow stars as they are suited up to live in a colony set up to simulate what it might be like to be an astronaut on Mars. Stars on Mars premieres Monday, June 5th at 8 p.m. on Fox. If it's premiering Uh, June 5th, there's no way, right? I don't know. That's I mean, cr- uh, he would be such a good person for that, though, because he would, you know, he's like so weird with how he talks and everything. He'd be like, yeah. guys, I don't know. Should mm, I, is there <laughs> life here? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll stay tuned for that. Yeah, let's stay tuned. As well as, when is the villains show going to come out on E? Which acts? And, I don't know. Well, 
Although I heard he gets booted off like right away. So yeah, we have so much to look forward to. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back. We'll soon. be back. Okay. Bye. bye.